Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Welcome, everyone, to week 21 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. Um, We're excited to have you here today, and we're excited to introduce you to our guest speaker in a little bit. So, um, how was everybody's week? Busy, but good. Okay. Yeah. I felt like a lot of, like, baby shower stuff. Baby showers? Babies are cute. Yeah. Pretty cute. Cute. Um, mine Mine was busy, but we're still alive. We're still here. So, that's good. Um, let's review last week's goals and how we did on them. And then we'll go around again and talk about this coming up week. Can I go first? Yes, (laughs) you can. (laughs) Well, I didn't do my goal, even though there was a floor goal of five minutes. (laughs) Wait, what was that one? Um, the floor goal was to organize. Oh, five minutes of organizing. Yeah. And the ceiling goal was to complete it. And it's still not done. And actually, I might just throw away all my stuff because at Mm. this point, I don't even want to go through stuff. I mean, mom... I'm not going to throw away all my personal stuff. I'm talking about the boxes full of, like, other junk. I'm not going to throw away my cards and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, I'm like, if I don't want to go through it, why am I keeping it? Right. Okay. Was that the only one? Five Mm -hmm. and five? Okay. I know. Yes, I did not complete my only one, but. That's That's all right. You went to baby showers. I even had time, and I was like, you did get your five minutes. I was like, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) that's okay that's all right um josh so spring cleaning i did okay uh going through my room um i did most of it and i just need to uh, go through some papers and whatnot um and reading a book every each day that's a little difficult because i always just fall asleep or forget Mm. do you need a reminder an accountability buddy. Heidi's really good at that. <laughs> I can send you a text if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Tuesday, Thursday. Heidi, I think that at you what could have time? a new side hustle where you like yeah. charge like five bucks a text. Josh, is that in your budget? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a little proof. You can just Venmo me after I text you. Okay. When, because I want to read before I go to bed. Yeah. And I go to bed later than you. Oh, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when you power down, I guess, just okay. send a reminder. Okay. Okay. Got it. Whenever that is. Got it. Just going to make myself a reminder to send you a reminder. Why am I? Yeah, I'll do a reminder now. Heidi, I really do think that you have a side <laughs> business. <over there. laughs> and then I went dancing. That was really fun on Cinco de Mayo. Woohoo! Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. And dancing? No. Oh, well, that wasn't appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll go on a Westerner, Western swing dance holiday. I'll go Latin dancing. Okay. To make up the All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, and so that was really fun. I didn't go mountain biking, unfortunately, but yeah, I got to start getting into that more. Okay. Because it is a path. It's, it's so funny. I enjoy it so much, but it's, I don't know why it's just hard to get into. Is it just hard to start? I think that's it. Takes it takes like is. a lot of prep. Can you lessen the prep work? Well, I think what it is is like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it'll be at least two hours, three hours. Oh. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, do I have that much time? I'm slamming against each other. You know what I mean? So I just got to, I think tomorrow I'm not going to do anything other than biking. I love it. It's a great and idea. And then obviously eat, but biking is my plan. <laughs> I guess you're allowed to Do eat. you not have work tomorrow? Yeah, I do, but beyond oh. that. You know oh, okay. I, mean? I get to what you're saying. Yeah, beyond the uh, um, requirement. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, that's Great. me. Um, well, if you haven't noticed yet, Meredith isn't here today. She needed a break from us, she said. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if she ever listens to this episode. See we could talk about her the entire time. <laughs> she may never know. That's a great idea. No, she, she took a vacation this week. So that's where she's at. So no updates on uh, her goals. Um, so this week I was going to do two interviews. I've only done one so far. The other one is a... A virtual um, one-way. So I think I just read questions and then record myself sending them in or something. So I haven't done that yet, but probably tonight when I get home. Um, I was going to read two magazines. I only read one. I wanted to keep reading my book in Spanish, and I finished it. Um, And then my last goal, because it was such a busy week, and I really wanted to make sure that I celebrated Cinco de Mayo and didn't let the stress of it all get to me. So I did. My sisters and I went to one of my favorite parks and ate tacos while we sat on the grass. And it was fantastic. It was a great Cinco de Mayo. Love it. Nice. Um, Which is also what we did last Cinco de Mayo. So I think it's almost a tradition now at this point. Um, So those were my goals for last week. One out of two job interviews, one out of two magazines, finished the Spanish book and celebrated Cinco de Mayo. So, starting with next week, um, what do we want to do? Do you want to go, Steph? I'm still going to keep the cleaning goal because I just need to, like, get that done. Because I think that I went and saw my place yesterday, and they now have the insulation done. And I actually think it's going to be done earlier than July because my friend who's behind me got a thing that said hers will be done July 2nd. So, mine probably will be done mid-June. So now the fire is lit underneath my butt to like <laughs> get things organized. Because the worst thing is like moving stuff that you don't want to keep, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's where I really am just like, okay, let's let's figure out what I actually want to keep in my possession. Yeah. So um and I am just gonna do that because I feel like it's a busy week of something every night. We were just talking about how Sometimes it just feels overwhelming when there's so many good things to do and so many people that you want to catch up with, but it's just like, and I think because we have Monday podcast recording and then like Thursdays, I either have like Bunko or the Utah Podcast Coalition. So, and Wednesdays we had soccer and we don't anymore, but it's just like every night sort of gets filled up with things, which is so fun, but sometimes hard. You just got to get stuff done at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Josh, this coming week? Uh, read the book daily, mountain bike, and um, I need to get the Lagoon Pass. <laughs> I'm glad you put that on your list. Yeah, I will. Um, and... Um, yeah, I'll do that next week. And that's it. Okay. Wait, so you want a reminder on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, let's do Wednesdays and... Do you want a reminder for the Lagoon Pass? Wednesday. Just Wednesday. <laughs> just Wednesday? Yeah. You're going to remember all the other nights to read? Yeah, I'll put it on my calendar right now. Okay. Um, what time do you go to bed? Me? Yeah. Anywhere between 12 and 1. Oh, well. Okay. So if I send you... <laughs> I need to hire out somebody who goes to bed around that hour to send you a reminder text. No, you don't have to. I'll put a reminder. So you pay me five. I'll pay them two. And this is how. I love it. This is how I'm going to make my millions, guys. Um, so great. Wednesday. You got it. Um, so this week I am going to do the other half of those two job interviews. I need to read three magazines so I can throw them away. And then, guys, the yellow desk. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Wait, are you Mr. Lowe's, I think? No, no, not yet. <laughs> Hopefully, I never see him again. Um, nothing against him, just Lowe's. Yeah. Um, no, so I had, I got these two sample colors, you know, last time I was there, whenever yeah. that was. And so this weekend, I painted half of the desk one of the colors and half of the desk the other color. And then as soon as it dries, which it's probably dry at this point, I'm going to drag it into my room and see if either one of those colors matches or is okay with all of the other mm-hmm. yellow stuff in my room. Um, and if not, then we have our family reunion at the end of this month, and I'm just going to take it home and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, then I'll, um, I'll finish painting it this week, hopefully. Like, nice. And then be done with that. So finish the desk whether that's deciding for it to be burned or whether it's painting it all one color instead of two colors three colors at this point um that's the other goal so interview magazines finish the desk that's where we're at sweet okay so today um our guest's name is marcy glad and i have met marcy glad a few times before but known of her for years because she was my sister's roommate in college Mm. and marcy i mean if you had to ask me about marcy marcy is a good time she is fun um she actually manages a summer camp but it's a full-time job all year long um when she's also going to school um she's getting her mba in social impact from boston university so she lives over in boston right now and when she's not working or schooling, she gardens, she's learning Arabic, um, she loves her plants and planning birthday parties. So Marcy, um, something that I just really fascinates me about her is that she has one word for the entire year that's her theme word for the year. And so um, every year she also hosts a birthday party where she talks about her year and what she learned according to like her theme for the year. So we're going to give um, Marcy a call. Is she the one that you watched like the Skype link or whatever uh-huh. for her birthday party? Yep. Yeah. Because I wasn't invited, but my sister was. Oh, did I just give out too much <laughs> no, 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 no. She knows. She okay. knows that I watched it. <laughs> right. Way to start off the well, interview awkward stuff. Awkward. By 
Um, no, she, she sounds knows. really cool. She is really cool. She's really fun. Why, hello, Heidi. Hello. How are you, Marcy? I'm just living the dream. How are you? <laughs> Excellent. So we are recording, but don't worry. We can um, edit out anything that <laughs> goes awry. <laughs> Um, let me quickly introduce you to Steph. She's on my left. She is, I would say, the the owner of this podcast. <laughs> um, it was her idea. And then to the right, I have Josh. Um, he's our other co-host. He designs um, men's suits, custom suits for a living. Awesome. So two great hosts here today. And we're just really excited to chat with you about your goals and how you set them um, so this idea of one word for a year, like how did you come up with that idea? Well, it all started way back when, uh, as I was, so I live in Boston now and I once upon a time lived in Utah, that's where I'm from. And I was leaving my job there, moving to Boston and I asked my boss, so what are like the two main things that I need to work on. She said, well, clearly your organization and your management skills. <laughs> like, all right, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback. Love feedback. Um, so I was like, well, we'll just start with one of those then. So the next year, so that was like October when she gave me that feedback, and I was like, all right, January, we're going to just make this whole year about organization. My word is going to be organization just for the whole year and that's uh the first one that started so that was like a seven years ago um or 2015 and it just kind of started there and just been going ever since how do you then how have you picked your other words for me picking one word would seem very overwhelming i mean for years my brother has tried to get me to do um like a statement a personal statement right or a theme or motto or something and I I just can't that's way too much commitment so <laughs> too much commitment. So, so how do you how do you pick a word that is a great question and I wish I had like a better process other than <laughs> I just kind of think okay what's the next thing that's holding me back from greatness wow and um I mean, there's so many things to choose from, but uh, <laughs> what's, like, the next thing, you know, the next right thing? And some of them are more glorious than others. I had, right after my year of organization, I went to a year of technology. Like, yeah, that's super inspiring, technology. <laughs> I still use a flip phone, by yeah. the way, so that clearly <laughs> didn't work the way that maybe others might have thought that would have gone. Um, so... I think, yeah, I just choose a word by just thinking of, you know, what's the next thing. Um, and then the, some subunits just kind of evolve. So um, a huge part of this whole process is my birthday parties. Um, I feel like I was doing this, um, you know, one word thing for a couple of years until it became a, a birthday party tradition for me to do a presentation on my word for the year and, like, hold myself socially accountable. Um, my birthday's in January, so it's a very good time for just going with, like, a new theme for the year and wrapping things up in that tidy way. So in preparation for these 
PowerPoint presentations that I hold all my birthday party guests, like, hostage. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I get a lot of themes kind of find their way out doing this hindsight of 2020 kind of idea. I'm like, okay, what are some themes that I can see? Um, but when I make my presentation to present my new word, I always, like, do just a little bit of, like, preemptive thinking about what I think that word is going to be or, like, the details of what that um, theme are going to bring out for me and then uh, present those, you know, those little thoughts about that. By the time I present on it a year afterwards to, you know, this has been my journey, those words that I thought at the (laughs) beginning, like, hardly make an appearance. It's never... Mm what I thought it would be ever. That's so interesting. So then your, your sub goals. So this year, 2021, your word Uh is sacrifice. Um, And, and so you have some ideas going in what that might look like, but you don't set specific goals for what that is. Um, You kind of let it evolve. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like the antithesis of good goals, actually. When <laughs> people talk about goals, it's all about smart goals. You know, they've got to be, like, measurable and timely. And, like, you need to have, like, specific things. And this is what I do, like, the antithesis of a smart goal. There is nothing specific about it. It's very amorphous, and it's very just, like, my word is sacrifice. And I'm just going to explore that throughout the year. Uh, and that's pretty intentional on on my side of things to um, you know, approach it in this very, you know, distant theory idea. Um, I totally forgot what your question was. I feel like I'm answering the question. <laughs> no, you are you are making perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, we have we've already talked on this podcast a couple times about smart goals, but more of the. The anti-smart goal, not that they don't have a time and a place, right? But that there also is a, a point of doing something besides them, right? Of filling things out, of doing, how, doing it how you want to do it, um, of letting it, in a way, happen to you with, you know, a focus or something. So it's okay. You can, you can not, you can be an anti-smart goal or, you know. I am no anti-smart goal. <laughs> You gotta do what works for you, right? Just lean into what works for you. <laughs> yeah. So, can you um, recap 2020 just a little bit for us so we get a better idea of what this looked like for you? So, for 2020, uh, my word was interaction. And uh, my idea going into <laughs> the year was to just be better at like the human interactions I'm having on a very personal level. I felt like uh, most of my interactions, I'm I'm very like concerned about how cool I feel and how cool I might appear to others, and uh, to the point that it's like really distracting and preventing me from like connecting with people in a way that I really want to. So I spent um, 2020 thinking, okay, this is going to be the year where, like, I care a lot about my interactions and just do it really well, and then there was a pandemic, and it was like, <laughs> okay, what interactions am I having? <laughs> There's, uh, there just aren't as many to choose from. So that did, um, 
you know, posed some interesting issues, but mostly I think what it did was just highlight how important interactions were and that you don't know when you're just going to be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not at work anymore for the next long time. You really have to, like, value those interactions that you're having. Um, and with all of the concerns with um, civil, uh, well, let's call it some civil unrest, but a lot of things built about um, systemic racism and a lot of, like, the process we were seeing um, really had me think about how am I interacting with, you know, racism and what role am I playing in that and helping me uh, kind of work my way through some of those things. I'm still far off from completely understanding what's going on in my mind and all of my uh, prejudices there, but that's um, part of the interaction. And uh, there's a lot of just elements of interacting with people at various levels that I learned throughout 2020. A uh, big one was being better about asking questions and being able to listen. Uh, I think when I first meet people, I do a really good job of asking a lot of questions. And I'm like, cool, we're friends. Uh, and I forget to ask more questions. I forget that there's more to a person that I still don't know. I still don't know. You know I've had these friends for years, and I still don't know their thoughts and their feelings about certain issues. I don't know what they were like in high school, and there's just so much more to a person um, that I need to be better about questioning. So um, embracing that and just trying to be present, do a better job with active listening, <laughs> apply the things that I've learned. Oh, bless you. <laughs> yeah. So that's mostly uh, yeah, 2020 in a nutshell. Interactions. I love that. And that how like serendipitous, right? <laughs> that it fell um, right during a I know pandemic. I chuckled when you said that. I was like, oh, little did you know in January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Little did we know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we still don't know, right? We are still just kind of out there wondering what's going on. Um, so do you have a favorite word so far? Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say my favorite word was invest. So, like I said, my birthday parties play a huge role in these things. So, my major in my undergrad was doing recreation management. And the best class I took was social leadership, a.k.a. party planning. So, I've become (laughs) a bit of a party snob. You can't just have a party where people gather. There has to be, like, structure and some entertainment and whatever and a theme. So um, Invest was the first year this, my yearly word theme, uh, infiltrated my birthday parties. So um, I actually kicked off the year introducing uh, Invest with an Invest-themed birthday party, which sounds super lame, but let me convince you how cool it was. So first of all, of course, everyone had to come in vest. They were wearing vests and <laughs> <laughs> automatically a winner. Yes. And I had three different rooms going on. So the Invest room where everyone uh, like had post-it notes and could write on them things that they thought I should invest in during my year of investing. And then uh, I had the Investigate room 
which was all about spy activity. So I had like logic codes and you know, code breaker kind of things, lock picking, all the cool things. And then uh, in the other room was Ingestigate, aka a brownie side-by-side comparison. <laughs> uh, very important. Yeah. So started off the year with, hey, here's a really weird-themed birthday party, invest. And then at my next birthday party, the party was actually a pirate-themed party, but um, at the pirate party, I did a PowerPoint on the year of investing and to just, like, thanks for, you know, helping me kick this off. Let me give you the recap. And... Everyone loved the PowerPoint. I was like, cool, I'm clearly in Boston where people are, like, nerdy and like the PowerPoint at <laughs> a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's been a tradition ever since then. But yeah, so investing Wait, can I just was my favorite thing. I, I just think it's so great because it's, like, so true. How many people bring a PowerPoint to their birthday party, right? But, like, that everyone is like, that's awesome, do it again. <laughs> so cool I love it (laughs) thank you thank you yeah so investing uh, is the word that infiltrated the birthday parties and uh, more than that I feel like that's the theme that really uh, got to the core of who I am as a person and what are my priorities and what do I want to be investing in on a daily basis um my, one of my big mantras in life, the mission statement that I guess your brother would be very proud of me for having because I have one. Um, <laughs> he would be. Is to invest in people, memories, and experiences. So for that year of invest, I was just like, okay, well, this, might, this is my mantra. Let's work on actually investing in those three things. Yeah, I love that. Um, so Marcy sent this qu- quote to me, which you'll see on our website and podcast or um, Instagram. Um, so what advice, like if that's what we want to do, right? People, memories, and experiences, do you have tips or advice or how would you recommend that we, we go about doing that? I love that idea. So what does that look like in action? How do you actually invest in people, memories, and experiences? Good question. Well, I think the first thing is to be intentional and, uh, put yourself in positions where you're going to be able to invest in people, memories, and experiences. Um, one of the phrases, I guess that's um, you know, a big deal to me, is position yourself to catch a wave. So I learned that from taking a surfing class way back in the day, and I'm like, well, like the first thing you have to do is like be in the right place to be on a wave. And then once one's coming, you just like swim, 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 swim and then like catch it makes it sound a lot easier than it is, Uh, but putting yourself in a position where you can have relationships that have value, if you need to surround yourself with different people, then that's a change you need to make, a position you need to put yourself in. Um, Going on, like, adventures or having experiences, I think that's another one to be intentional about, okay, what can I do to, like, get myself out of my comfort zone? and do something different, something that's going to be a good experience. Um, I think another related thing is preparation predicts success. Uh, and that, that applies to all goals in general, but the more you can do to lay a foundation and think about the granulars, okay, like if my goal is to track X, 
then you're going to need a piece of paper where you track that. Like, you have to figure out what your piece of paper is. And just kind of think things through, start to finish a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. <laughs> it's all about the preparation. Yeah. Hmm. And then investing in memories, what does, what does that look like? Oh, so investing in memories, I think, has a couple different components to it. I think you need to first create memories, and then you need to record memories and review memories for in order for them to really have lasting value. So um, I think that goes with putting yourself in interesting positions where you're going to be able to create, create memories. So do fun things. Go on trips. You know, do things that are hard for you because those will be fun memories. But uh, something that I definitely do every year, and well, every day, I'm a big journaler, and I just record everything that I can possibly record about my day. Um, but what's more than that is at the end of the year, I do a big, like, I summarize everything, and I boil it down into categories, kind of the same way I do about my PowerPoint, only <laughs> this is in a word format, <laughs> and I break it down into categories, like, who are the people that were in my life this year? How did I spend my time this year? What um, were my trials this year? What were, like, the good, just cool memories and things that I didn't know, like the surprises, the game changers that happened this year. So being able to reflect on and review the year is also a huge part of memories. Do you go back through your journal to remember all of those as you're kind of making your summary or how do you remember all of that oh, totally, good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so the way I do this is I, I'm a, I don't spell check as I go. And then oh. at the end of the year, I, like, do the spell check process, which makes me go through everything. And just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at how I, I can never spell activities. I always spell that word wrong. I feel you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Spelling's not yeah. my thing. <laughs> yep. It's so hard. <laughs> so that I purposely put that review system into my life because of that. That's awesome. Well, Steph is also um, a party planner. That's what she loves. She likes oh, to plan parties. And okay, <laughs> this just got extra fun. <laughs> and I will say that I, I watched the recording of your birthday party, and I was totally enthralled by the PowerPoint. I actually watched it twice, once to be like, oh, should we have Marcy on the on the podcast and the second time to be like we should have marcy on the podcast like what, <laughs> what? oh thank you I'm so, so it is it is very entertaining uh powerpoint even if you're even if you don't live in boston <laughs> well and i was just thinking as you were talking about like your birthday parties and the different rooms that you had i'm like oh the bonding that goes on at those parties like because you have so many different things and so many topics for people to talk about and yeah you learned a lot in that skills class what was it the like the social leadership social le leadership yeah, social yes. leadership yeah, yeah thank you yeah it was totally worth all the money i spent for tuition just for that one class <laughs> all the mileage so many parties so many parties <laughs> Um, so you had said that preparation predicts success and that really like stuck with me, Marcy, but can you like tell us how do you actually prepare? Because, you know, like we talk about a lot of things on here, but I learned the most from hearing how people actually do it. So can you break it down for me? How are you preparing for your how success right now? How do I break right it now? down? Good question. So, um, we'll start 
start kind of conceptual and then go for it. So actually one of my goals or my words, my themes for the year, um, 2018 was the word follow through, which is actually two words. Don't think about it too much. Um, so <laughs> okay. I spent the whole year thinking about like, okay, so how do you do the things that you started and like just go all the way, not just, oh, I started all these cool things. So that year in particular was about like all of the mending projects that I just had let it sit around for a long time and why hadn't I just done them or uh, all these like oh someday I'll do the whatever and then finally like okay how about make a someday happen so in terms of preparation and thinking about this whole thing um, I started at like the sports version of follow through like when you play basketball when you do baseball you follow through like after you swing so in baseball not that I'm a, a big baseball fan or anything. I just this is based off of my birthday PowerPoint presentation research. <laughs> um, there's the steps of prep, swing, and then follow through. And your brain actually takes all of those pieces and and thinks of it as one task. Whereas I think a lot of us, when we do goal setting, we're like, okay, like we're gonna do these things and that that's like the swing portion and then like oh okay maybe I should get ready to do that thing and so we'll have some prep and then we don't really think about like the follow through all the way so um, the first thing for this preparation predict success is to think about um, the follow through and what it means interestingly my whole year of follow through and, like, trying to think about the end actually turned out to be more about a year of preparation and thinking about foundations and how I can um, do that from the beginning. So um, my to-do lists, I would break this down into, okay, the first thing I ever have to do in order to um, make a decision or, like, have something to follow through on is I have to do my research, which is a lot of times for a lot of you know, what I do in the day is, like, I just need to, like, look up a phone number or, you know, addresses or, like, basic research. So I kind of divide my paper into research, decisions, and then, like, something else, whatever's next. Uh, so being able, yeah, decision-making is always my first <laughs> I always, like, oh, I need to just make a decision about this. That's my... That's, I don't know if this is making sense, but that's usually my bottleneck of um, going forward with uh, any task is, like, the decision on what shirt to buy, the decision on where I'm going to go, the decision on blah, 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 blah. And to do that takes a lot of research. So it's really, this whole preparation is about a lot of research and be able to ask questions and think about, okay, well, what do I want? Why do I want it? When would I not want it? What's going to go wrong? How likely is that to be that it goes wrong? Hmm. Yeah. Basic thoughts. I don't know if I have any more there. No, but I love that because I think a lot of people are paralyzed by choice, right? And so the way that you broke that down, it just makes it easier to be like, okay, this is like the step that I need to research, you know, and then let's make the decision off the research. And I think that it, um, it makes it a little bit more easier to take a bite out of the elephant. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I'll organize my to-do list by things I need to do on the computer, 
things I need to do in real life or things I need to do so that I can do something else and then things I need to do so I can do it. How, that was very poetic. <laughs> <laughs> things I can do so I can do it. <laughs> you also said... Um, that you pick your words, I mean, you ask yourself, okay, what's holding me back, right? Um, or what's the next step? I don't know exactly how you phrased it, but um, what's keeping me from progressing? I think that can be a, a really scary question, right? I mean, it, it, there's, at least for me, there's reasons why I'm avoiding progressing in certain ways, because it's hard, yeah. <laughs> or it's scary, or it's whatever. So how do you, I mean, so it seems like a very brave thing to do to say, like, this is the weakness that I'm going to tackle this year. Um, so how do you, I mean, approach it that way? Is it a mind thing where you're like, this is going to be good for me? Do you remember how it's been good in the past? Like, what do you do to be like, I'm going to pick something really hard and do that? Wow, that is such a good question. And I'm not sure of <laughs> my process there. I think um, I've always been a very growth-minded kind of person and always thinking like, ah, oh, what can I do to get some XP, get some cool experience points and you know, become a better person in whatever definition of better I'm going with at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, I've taken me a while to figure myself out, um, but I've learned that I do best when I'm socially accountable I do, like, I do better working in an office with people rather than working at home alone. I do better in group projects because uh, I'm, other people are expecting things from me and I will deliver um, because how others perceive me is very important to me, uh, hence the theme of interaction, right? Um, so I think... A huge part of it for me is knowing, okay, if I, like, tell all these people that this year I'm not going to have any sugar unless it's, you know, a holiday, then all these people know that and they're going to hold me accountable or I'll hold myself accountable uh, because I want to, like, be able to report something good to them. Yeah, Um, when you have a PowerPoint presentation, there's a lot writing on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just... Present to people. Hold yourself socially accountable. Um, and how else do I choose, like, go with that? I, I, it is very um, a vulnerable thing to do, but I think I've always been accused of being the kind of person who likes to overshare. <laughs> so, you know, other people might be like, I don't think you should tell that to other people. And I'm like, why not? Vulnerability is great. That's the only way we really, like, figure things out. So I, think, I can hear, like, feedback as a child. They're like, Marcia's got a bit of a big mouth. <laughs> like, I'm just learning to work it for me. That's all. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, any questions, Josh or Steph? Any other questions? No, I'm good. Um, I just wanted to ask you about, so Heidi, when she introduced you, she said that you um, work at a camp. And I mean, I already feel like we're kindred spirits because you like planning parties. I like planning parties. 
you're bad at spelling. I'm bad at spelling. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I was a camp counselor for three summers, and I loved my... Oh, yay! I love camp people. Yeah, I loved my experience. And so I want to hear more about what you love about doing this job at the camp, because it's year-round, right? That you're planning your stuff. Yeah, so my year-round, and every, every time I tell people I work a camp, um, they're always like, oh, what do you do the rest of the year? And I have to explain, well, no, I actually do work year-round. And they're like, wait, the kids come all year-round? like, no, it's a summer camp, but I prep for it all year-round. It's like a wedding. It takes a long time. Yeah. You're creating those memories. I have, like, a big event every day with at least 250 kids plus 100 staff every day all summer. (laughs) Like, it takes a lot of prep. Yeah. Um, so I, I just love my job. Well, A, I love the whole camp industry. I love that everything about the camp world is like, okay, these are kids and they need to have growth experiences and go out of their comfort zone and do these things that are going to make them be better people just by having them interact with others and just see the world in different ways. The camp really shoves people together and says, oh, hey, you have to, like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that process is really valuable. So I love that. I love that uh, camp is a world where my particular kind of weirdness is good. Like, everywhere else, they're like, oh, Marcy's kind of cool. She's kind of weird. But at camp, they're like, Marcy's weird. Let's promote her. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so true. It's like, the weirder, the better at camp, right? Like, yeah. 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 They're like, okay, cool. It's a dress up day. We had a construction theme one year for camp. And I was like, awesome. And I went dressed as a traffic cone. And I was like, this is (laughs) rad. Nobody else is like, that's interesting. You know, like, yeah, traffic cone! <laughs> yeah, I love just planning activities. At what really can't, what's important about camp is not fun, it's relationships. Like, if a kid goes to camp and has fun, that's fine. But if a kid doesn't build a relationship at camp, then you fail. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I love that my world is a little bit, like, I'm obsessed with the the group theory progression. I don't know if you have heard this before, but it's there's like five stages of group development, forming, storming, norming, performing, and adjourning. I uh, love that they all rhyme. And I <laughs> love that my job is to think, how can I make like 10 strangers start, like, well, start as strangers and then end the week as like best friends? Well, you have to force them through these uh these stages of group development by doing very particular activities that will help, you know, put them in these positions. And I, I just love that. It's like psychology mixed with fun. It's great. So is the camp out there in Boston? Yeah. So I'm currently working for a private school in Wellesley. And that private school has a summer camp program. It's pretty young as far as the camp goes. Our kids are ages 3 to 12, so right okay. after they're potty trained and right before they're bratty teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice little window. Um, so it's uh, not an overnight camp, just day camp, um, so that's very different. But still the same theories uh, are applicable. Cool. 
awesome. Great questions. We can yeah. talk about camp all the time. I know. I'm like, thanks camp. for sharing. And I, I really was like so weird at camp. I had a thing called mullet hour and I taught the girls about the different types of mullets. <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved it. And I had like, I, I self-made a mullet wig. Tell me more. <laughs> no, but it was just like, it's like, and then I thought it was like so cool. And I went back to college and had like a mullet party and people did not think it was cool. They thought that I was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> so I was like, dang oh, it. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm glad that you, you get the camp vibes. So <laughs> Awesome. The other thing I want to ask about, so Marcy's um, theme for last year, as you know, is interaction. And so one of the things that she um, wanted, people she wanted to interact with was God. And so Marcy likes to play games, as we've learned about camp. So she played bingo with God. What? Can you tell us more about that? I'm so intrigued. Yes, I think we all are. Yeah, so um, that idea started, um, you know, it's COVID, we're all doing like Zoom church, and somebody was giving a, um, like a lesson on how we interact with God or understand understand God or something to that tune, and he was like, you know, maybe you should do something weird and different, like, you know, ask God questions and... Uh, maybe play a game with God, and I was like, that's ridiculous, what, that, and that, no, no, camp, like, if there's anyone who believes in the power of games, it's me, what am I thinking? (laughs) So I thought, okay, so I printed off two uh, blank bingo sheets, and then just, like, wrote things in, and I was like, okay, this one will be God's bingo sheet, and this one will be my bingo sheet, and um, I started filling in some things of, like, what would, God won on his bingo sheet, and what would I want on my bingo sheet? And then, after doing this for a while, I was like, this doesn't actually make sense. Uh, this isn't a game of God versus Marcy. <laughs> this is this is not how this should be going, at least for a bingo sheet, because I don't feel like that's fair. Like, if God's omniscient, he's going to be able to make himself win really easy. Right. So, let's, like, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, mm-hmm. this, let's give myself a chance. So, I made just one bingo sheet, uh, learning from that, and then just filled in uh, some random things. I actually have it in front of me right now. I pulled it out. Uh, oh, yeah. This was going to be a question. This is actually, <laughs> since that PowerPoint, the number one question I get is, tell me about this bingo game. <laughs> like, why didn't I just include a picture of this in the PowerPoint? I don't know. Uh, but I had things on there like... Um, frame this piece of art that I had gotten, like, you know, just some lazy things I had never done, or attend a baptism, so, so I mixed some things that I thought, like, God would want me to do some family search, uh, like, family history sort of something, um, do, you know, get a temple recommend, which is something that uh, is part of our faith, or when you, um, you know, churches are different than temples, I don't know how many listeners here are familiar uh, but needing uh, only members in good standing or uh, able to attend the temple and uh, doing ordinances there, so you need a device, a piece of paper to prove that. Um, so getting one of those was on my bingo sheet, and also like fun things like see a pink you know, VW bug or take an Arabic course or 
um, like the guy that I had a crush on to talk to me. I, that one didn't get checked off. Oh man, <laughs> he's lost, yeah, Marcy. He's lost. <laughs> had all these things on there. I think what's more interesting than the list of things that um, did like there's quite a number of things I did cross off. But the things that I didn't was knit a grandma Christmas stocking, get a Mormon boyfriend, still waiting for one of those, <laughs> and get replacement chest pawns and the VW bug. <laughs> get replacement what? Chest pawns. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like the game chess. Yeah, okay. I bought yeah. a game of chess while I was in Egypt right before the pandemic. And I was like, awesome, like this really cool looking chess set. And I got home, I was like, wait a minute, these three pawns don't match the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, what do I do? And then it was a pandemic and nobody could help me, so whatever. I guess I'll just have three mismatched pawns to remind me of something. That's so. a memory, right? Yeah, a memory right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty rad. So are you just playing? So oh. I used to plan activities at assisted living, so like bingo was my life, and bingo is like a big deal. So are you just doing like regular bingo five in a row or are you doing like tea or are you doing four corners or are you doing the frame yeah i just did regular bingo just like waiting for one bingo and i had a lot of things checked off but like nothing was five in a row yet okay so i think the last thing was i got invited (laughs) to do a scripture study program and i was like that's one of them finally bingo and they're like okay i didn't know you were waiting for me to ask you that question like i'm waiting for mine <laughs> i love it i want to do bingo so uh, i'm wondering what other games i can play with god like maybe guess who oh like, yeah anyone, guess who you know, battleship <laughs> battleship <laughs> yeah good ones very good so too bad you don't live in Utah. I feel like <laughs> we would be friends. I know. We should hang out. Yeah. Well, come visit me in Boston. I love having guests. I love playing tour guides. Come I've on ne- out. I've never been to Boston, so I might take you up on that. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I love that. I would love that. That would be awesome. <laughs> so fun. I feel like we, we've all been inspired yes. in different ways. Um, so if you, do you want to leave anything with our, with our listeners, Marcy, any words of advice or wisdom or just how to have a better party? Any, any last words? Oh, just how to, okay. Now you've opened a can of worms. How to have a better party. <laughs> Number one, people need something to do the moment they come through the door. Mm. The moment. So this whole like, we'll wait till people are here and then we'll start. No, no more. Never again. Stop that practice right now. (laughs) Um, So have like coloring pages. It doesn't care what it is. Like people just want to like come in and not feel like the awkward person. What if you have a drink cart? Does that give them something to do? Like drink? Drink cart? Yeah. Uh, I feel like you need more. Okay. (laughs) I'm just planning Uh, for my future parties. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I'll purposely leave um, preparation, like, for those people who come at the beginning of the party. Like, oh, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Will you help me cut this fruit? Will you help me, whatever, just to make them feel, like, not awkward? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's the number one rule. Uh, any, any, it's the number one thing people should take from this podcast right now. <laughs> give people something to do the moment they come through the door. <laughs> what are some, I mean, besides having something for them, like, to help prepare, do you have other favorite go-to things for them to do when they come in the door? 
Um, good question. Um, handing them a complicated sheet that they have to read is also an acceptable thing to do. Um, sometimes we'll be like, great, here's like a game we're going to play. I need you to read this so that you're prepared for it. Um, I always have, uh, like my party with the investigate all of my spy things is a good example. I just had like a bunch of, you know, you can take it, pick it up whenever at your leisure, start working on, you know, decoding something. I always have something like that or like puzzles, um, just something for people to tinker at, um, pick up as I go. Yeah, puzzles are good. Um, any, I, yeah, like I said, I just love leaving party prep for that. Um, or assigning them to be a greeter for other people. Oh. Um, yeah, those are like my go-to. Once you get like a group of five, then you, you don't like, conversations happen more naturally. Mm-hmm. But those first couple people are like, uh, I don't know, we haven't started yet. Uh, that's very common at church functions. We do this thing where we, like, wait for people to show up, then we have an opening prayer. But meanwhile, the, the gap between showing up and having an opening prayer is mega awkward, especially yeah. for new people. That's why there's a thing so. called Mormon Standard Time. Because nobody no wants, wants to be you know, No one wants to be those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nobody wants to be on time, which is why we have, like, this problem. It's an epidemic. We need to just start doing something on time. That's as simple as it is. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I go to camp conferences, clearly, because I do this for a living. And my favorite uh, you know, group, this couple always does, like, games that you can do in quick iterations, like trivia. Or um, they play, which card isn't this going to be? And they'll be like, okay, I'm about to draw a card. What is it? And you'll be like, uh, queen, great, good job. It's a jack. Um, <laughs> just, like, really low-stakes, dumb games just to give people something not to. So yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> I love that you asked me that question. Um, that's so great. But any other advice I'd give um, would just to reiterate that preparation predicts success and preparation is really such a huge part of doing everything. You've got to do your research and make decisions um, pretty early on so that you can make make a pathway for success. Uh, involve others. Get people to hold you accountable, uh, know how you operate. Uh, for me, it's uh, holding myself socially accountable in really big, kind of scary ways that I think other people would be like, yeah, I'm not doing a PowerPoint at my birthday party. I don't even want to have a birthday party. I don't understand those people, but I know they exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just uh, remembering that the greatest things are made out of uh, many small things. Well, that is awesome. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. So fun. Well, thank you so much. This has been a treat. It's fun to just chat. You guys are great people. <laughs> Good vibes. Good vibes Good all, vibes around. all around. Yes. We have enjoyed it as well. Um, so thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experiences and your vulnerability with us and your party tips ideas and all the good stories. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a good one. Yep. Bye. 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 See ya. Great interview, Heidi. She's awesome. Yeah, she is so fun. Um, And I feel like this is, that was a good representation of who she is all the time. Just happy and excited about life. So um, thank you for listening with us today. Um, Remember to dream big, start small, and act daily, and have a great week. Bye. Goodbye. 
podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs> Thank you.